everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your therapeutic coach. Listen, guys, thank you so much for your continual sharing, your continual downloading of the podcast. I am so appreciative of it. I want you to also go ahead and check out my website if you haven't already uh, at IamReneeRoberts.com. Listen, right there, you can go ahead and follow, or I should say subscribe to the podcast there, and you can also get it on, on you know, through the website. Uh, you can also book your session there if you are looking for some private coaching. You know I would love to join you on your journey. And go ahead and check me out at Facebook and Instagram at I am Renee Roberts. And of course, you know my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing, and for progress for your life. So let's do what we do on Coach My World. Let's get our lives moving forward. Listen, if you have not checked out the last couple of episodes, you want to go and hit those up. We talked about, I had my best friend on here. We were talking about beware of manipulation. Such a powerful couple of episodes and I know it has been helpful and instrumental for you. I saw some numbers increase uh, as far as listening. So that was really good. So I hope that I'm bringing you content that is literally helping move your life forward. Uh, that is my passion. So you know, I know you saw the topic. Today we're talking about faith or this episode I should say is talking about faith and suicide. Now, growing up in a Christian home, uh, when it came to suicide, it was automatically demonized and any person that succeeded in committing it was automatically sentenced to hell. Sometimes even the very thought, suicidal thoughts would, would make you uh, prepare for hell. Now, I do understand that not all of my listening audience is uh, Christian or of the Christian faith, but I do not want you to feel isolated from this topic. I'm just going to kind of, the, the podcast is not going to be solely about Christian faith, but it's about whatever type of faith you have, whatever faith you're in, whatever religion you have, whatever beliefs you hold, uh, it's talking to that faith. So faith and suicide. Now today, I'm just kind of still trying to figure out how we have the answers to this eternal situation, regardless of what faith we are. I know in the Christian faith, you know, we feel that the answer is uh, eternal hell. But who has who actually has the answer to that? Only the God we serve can really tell us where what the ending result of suicide is for individuals. Now, before I get more into this, let's establish what suicide is. Suicidal ide ideation or suicidal thoughts, so you'll hear me using ideation and thoughts interchangeably, means having thoughts, ideas, uh, or ruminations about the possibility of ending your life. Now, there are two classifications for suicide ideation, uh, and you may not have ever heard it this way, but there are, and it is passive suicidal ideation and active suicidal ideation. Passive suicidal ideation or, or, or suicidal thoughts is when one thinks about not wanting to live or imagining their own death. So you see, that's the passive when it's just, in, you know, we're just thinking about not wanting to live. Or, or imagining our own death because we just want to escape, right? But then there's active suicidal ideation, which is when we, one thinks about different ways to die or creates a plan to die. So we, we understand the two types. We have passive and we have active. As we um, go through this podcast, I want you to examine either your own self or 
maybe someone you're close to, you know, maybe dealing with this or fighting with this. This may help you to understand them a little better and, and find better ways to help them. Now, statistics show that in the United States, uh, it, uh, talking about Americans, aged 10 to 34, suicide is the second leading cause, leading cause of death, guys. Suicide between the ages of 10, 10 years old, and 34. Suicide is the second leading cause of death. That was so startling to me. That was so startling to me. And, you know, I talk with, I have, I have associates that are teachers and they deal with kids in, in that uh, younger age. And these kids are fighting, they're fighting suicide, suicidal thoughts. They're fighting the thought of killing themselves, whether it be due to bullying, whether it be due to abuse, whatever the reasons are, these kids are fighting it. So we see that it is a major issue when it comes to death or the causes of death within that age group. That should make us kind of think about it just a little bit. I'm sure you're connected to a child or you have children. You may want to know like, okay, how to even identify if this is a situation in, uh, within my sphere. It is Suicide is also the fourth leading cause of death among those that are aged 35 to 44. And, it's, and the fifth cause of death among those that are aged 45 to 55. So we see it, no, no age bracket is excluded. It took us all the way from age 10 to 55. Now, we see that suicide ideation has no respect of person, guys. And it affects individuals regardless of their faith, regardless of their beliefs, regardless of the God they serve. We all, are, we are, uh, are, we all could possibly be subject to having these types of thoughts if we have not already. And me, being a Christian myself, I want other Christians to understand that suicidal thoughts do not make you a bad person. It does not make you demonic. It does not make you uh, evil. These thoughts don't make God love you any less. God still loves us whether we have suicidal thoughts or whether we have healthy thoughts. He still loves us. And guess what? Regardless of our faith affiliation, he loves us. Even with the struggle of finding life worth living. And please, please, please listen to me. If you are having suicidal thoughts, and if that this has been a, a, a big thing for you, which could be why you're listening to this episode, it would be a good time to speak with someone that can help you during this vulnerable time. I'm going to provide you with the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at one 800 273-8255. I'll repeat it. 1-800-273-8255. Uh, you can also just dial 1-800-273-TALK. So if that's easier to remember, talk. 1-800-273-TALK. You can visit their website also and do some chatting there. If you don't want to talk with your voice, you don't want somebody to hear your voice, you can go to www.suicideprevention.org. Org, and they would definitely help you out. Ears are waiting to hear you. Ears are waiting to listen and to attend to you. So if you're struggling, if you're struggling, this the podcast is not the place. Like I, The podcast is limited in what it can help with. Please call somebody. Seek some help now. 
So let's get into this now. And and I'm going to take my time with this so that it really soaks into your hearts and helps to move your life forward. So it's going to take a couple of episodes, but guess what, guys? We are going to get through it. We're going to make it. Now, as a Christian who is mm, passionate about psychology, I have discovered that faith sometimes exacerbates suicide ideation. Listen to me. Because faith does not address how to reconstruct suicidal thinking. Especially when the thinking could be a product of a greater psychological or medical issue. So we can't take everything as, oh, just change your mind. Think positive. Think better. For some, that is like it's almost impossible without some greater assistance. Because there may be some deeper issues uh, going on on the inside of an individual. So when when faith becomes uh, that type of of instrument in our lives, it could possibly be an obstacle to healing and for progress. So I want to lay down some things that's going to help us to literally uh, see how to work through this in a healthy way and not be subjected to the traditional thought process concerning suicide. All right. We're not going to demonize. This is a safe space. We're not going to demonize this. This is a this is a place where uh, we're we're laying out understanding. Okay, so if it's you, I want you to feel safe right now. I want you to I want you to feel safe. Listen, Coach Renee hears you. I'm feeling you right now. I, I want you to rest in that. I got you. I got you. So let's discuss a few of the things that contribute to suicide ideation because everything is not the devil. Guys, you know, in our Christian faith, everything is the devil. I don't know about other faiths and what may be the evil or the, the opposition to the good, but whatever that is, whatever that negative is, that, that is not what suicide is. Suicide is not the, the evil. Suicide is not suicidal ideation is not the enemy. Okay, the enemy is really our minds. The enemy is really how we process in our minds. So we have to deal with the enemy of our own selves, which is our own minds. Now, here are some contributing factors to suicide. Let me give you some things that have been scientifically researched and shown that these are some of the major factors, not all, but these are some of the major factors of suicidal ideation. First, an off-rip with psychiatric disorders. Psychiatric disorders, that could be depression, anxiety, or any other major emotional problem. These are all considered mental illnesses, right? You even have bipolarism. You have... um, You just have a whole lot of other types of mental health uh, situations. Schizophrenia, schizophrenia. PTSD, even um, eating disorders or substance abuse disorders, all of these types of things, they contribute, they contribute to suicidal ideation. And we have to be careful with demonizing it as, as people in faith saying that I'm okay and everything's okay, or, or even trying to exercise or do exorcisms or demonic deliverances on people's lives when actually they need some attention. They need some psychological attention because these things may be, be uh, incited due to some other psychiatric disorders. 
The second contrib- contributing factor is medication um, and its side effects. Some medications, the side effects could literally create uh, a, a little psychosis in the mind. So you have to please pay attention to the side effects listed on the medications that you take. If you are a caretaker of someone, please look at the look at what's going on in their medications. What are some of the side effects? Make sure that these medications don't have psychotic effects because it could be affecting you or your the, your loved one uh, psychotically, which contributes to these suicidal ideations, which unfortunately for some have ended in actual suicide. So medication, side effects, pay attention to it. While you're praying, while you're taking your uh, medicine, pay attention to the side effects. Do your research. Don't just pop everything in your mouth because the doctor says this is going to help you. Find out how this may affect you. And if you have a history of mental health in your family, mental health issues in your family or even in your own life, you want to definitely pay attention to the side effects when it comes to your psyche. Because these, th- these, this, these side effects could definitely um, uh, create suicidal ideation or increase it. The third uh, contributing factor they listed was life events, life events that could be loss of a loved one, grief. Uh, Some people are in legal problems, um, criminal uh, records, you know, being in prison, being locked up, uh, financial stress, losing your job, um, just any other type of traumatizing situation, you know. Maybe you were in a bad accident and it traumatized you. Um, I don't know. Maybe you lost your home. You know, maybe you were evicted. These types of life events can definitely create suicidal ideation because it all it, it, it plays on or I won't even I don't like the word play, but it puts pressure on your hope, which eventually you become hopeless. And when hopelessness sets in, it is easy to start thinking about exiting this world. And leaving this life. So life events. You, you know just, just once again. We're finding ourselves. We want to find where we are. Or helping our loved ones find themselves. Yes. The fourth one. Family history. This one is really crucial guys. Because I'm, I'm aware. And I'm becoming more aware the older I become. That uh, we don't know much about our family history. When it comes to our, med- our, our mental health. But we need to start finding out. Because if if our history, our family history has a history of suicide attempts, previous suicide attempts from other family members, um, or if we've had a history of self-harm ourselves, you know, if we've been exposed to suicidal behaviors, you never know if you were a kid and you were exposed to it. You never know uh, if we've been exposed to abuse or or have been the abused these are all things that we need to be very alert of. We need to be aware of, and we need to make sure that we're kind of scrutinizing it. So we understand that when we hit pressure points in our lives, this is, you know, I, or, or when we start, I want to see pressure points. When we hit those spaces where suicidal thoughts try to creep in, we won't be so quick to just bind the devil or bind up the enemy. We will literally start doing, finding out, exploring what's causing, what's the opening, what's causing these thoughts to just uh, dominate my mind, what's causing these thoughts to create um, a, 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 what's the word I'm looking for, 
they're creating an opportunity for me to do something harmful to myself. What's triggering that? So that is the family history. And then the fifth is relationships. Relational problems, guys. Relational problems, whether it be in a romantic relationship, uh, your your kinship with your parents or siblings. Uh, it could be a very close friend. Um, you could also be dealing just with relational issues because you feel isolated and you feel separated because of your own issues. These types of things can definitely incite suicidal thoughts. We want to we want to kind of cut down what contributes <clears throat> to these suicidal thoughts and start building up the things that's going to help uh, foster healthier thinking patterns so that we are not falling into this trap or this sinking the sinkhole uh, so readily. We want to fight. I want to encourage you to fight. Fight for life. Fight for your life. Now, having a particular faith does not exclude us, guys, from being burdened with these types of thoughts. Each and every one of us, I don't care if you're saved. Some of us are saved and suicidal. Some of us are are are, are Buddhist and suicidal. <coughs> Excuse me. Some of us are Muslim and suicidal. Whatever your faith, whatever your faith. Jewish and suicidal. It does not matter. We are not exempt from it. You know, faith should empower us to do what's necessary to maintain a healthy mental aptitude and a hopeful outlook on life. This is the tool of faith, helping to empower us, giving us the strength, giving us the wisdom to do what's necessary. You catch that? To do what's necessary. That means that we have work to do in order to maintain a healthy mental aptitude and to maintain a hopeful outlook on life. When we realize that faith meets us exactly where we are, instead of believing that faith is this magical potion, that abracadabra, boom, everything is okay, boom, abracadabra, your mind is right, abracadabra, poof, you have no more suicidal thoughts. Listen, when we get rid of that type of thinking about faith, we can start learning how to appropriate faith where it benefits us, where it's good for us, where it is healthy for us. Now... Most uh, people that the research says that are at risk for suicidal ideation are veterans, um, especially those that have been to war <clears throat> because of their PTSD, um, any other type of military personnel, um, people that are in the arts and in, in entertainment industry, uh, in sports and media fields. Why? Because of the pressures, the pressures of society. It's a lot of pressure in those fields of work, right? Another one was the LGBTQ, and I'm not trying to be funny. I don't know what other uh, letters go on there, but the young people that are a part of that community, the youth, namely, they struggle with it so bad. They have a high risk for it. Why? Because of the lack of acceptance. And this lack of acceptance is not just from a broad social perspective. A lot of time it's the lack of acceptance right in their homes, right in their homes. The people that they love and they adore are rejecting and rejecting them and it breeds suicidal thoughts because I'm I don't feel worth it. I don't feel like anybody loves me, anybody cares for me. So that community definitely with the young people. And then the other one that they listed, once again, I'm pulling all this from research. Uh that are those that like I said earlier have been diagnosed with mental disorders. 
you know, such as major depression, bipolar disorder, schizophrenia, borderline personality disorder, hmm, post-traumatic stress disorder, and substance use and eating disorders. So we understand that these, these are just a few of some of those that are most at risk. This is an inexhaustible list that only highlights what research has deemed the more common risk. There are others. And I will continue next episode with warning signs and ways to help those that are struggling with suicide ideation. So you don't want to miss that because you may not be the one that's fighting suicidal thoughts, but I promise you, you know someone who does, even if they're not talking about it, you know someone who does, and I want to help provide you with some things that are going to make you insightful and to empower you to be of an assistance uh, if you're ever pulled on in that way. <sighs> All right, fam, take a deep breath. We made it. We made it to the end of this episode. Uh, I just want to remind you that you're loved. You are so loved. Your life matters, and your life is so significant. Your place in this world is so invaluable and irreplaceable, regardless of how you are feeling about it right now. And I am hoping that you are that how you're feeling about it is turning around a little bit at a time. So in this moment, I want you to just take a minute and think about where you are right now. Be honest with yourself now. And if you discover that your thoughts are suicidal in any way, listen to me, don't play with it. In any way, I want you to reach out to someone you trust or contact the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. I'll give you that number again, 1-800-273-TALK, 1-800-273-TALK. That is 1-800-273-8255. Let's use faith and preventive tools to help empower healthy thinking and healthy living as we continue to move our lives forward. Fam, I love you and I am rooting for you. I want you to stay safe and I want you to hold on to hope and join me on the next episode. I'll catch you guys later. Have a good one.